Hello and welcome back to another episode of the 30 and Thriving Kinda Podcast. We are your co-hosts. My name is Kendra. And my name is Ashley. Welcome. Welcome. Today we are talking about 75 Hard. We are on 75 Hard, so we're going to be talking about it a lot. Because it's hard. Yes, and we're all just trying to stay motivated with each other and keep pushing through and hear about wins and learns and yeah, yeah, and just help each other. So how has it been for you so far? Today is Thursday, by the way, so this is day number four for us. Yes, so recap of those who don't know what 75 Heart is, yes. just real quick. For 75 days straight, you cannot, like, you cannot mess up. It has to be perfect. It's a mindset and discipline challenge to um, choose to do the hard thing even when you don't want to do it. Yeah. And so here are the hard things, the, the hard things you have to do every day for 75 days. You can't drink alcohol. You can't eat a chink meal. You have to come up with some sort of diet that you're going to follow. You have to read 10 pages of a personal development or business book. Um, you have to take a progress picture every day. Drink a gallon of water, do two 45-minute workouts, and one has to be outside. Yes. Good job. Okay. You crushed it. Killing it. <laughs> um, we are killing it, though. We're doing pretty well. I mean, we're, we're still alive and making it so far. I don't yeah. know if we're killing it. So, I got super sick. You did. Yes. Like, okay, so we went to a wedding over the weekend. It was so much fun. But I could kind of start feeling myself getting a little bit sick. And at the wedding, like, I powered through. The alcohol helped. Had so much fun. Or that's what got you sick. We don't know. No, I was already feeling it. Like, on the drive up there, I was like, hmm, I'm not feeling 100%. Oh, no. I can feel something coming on. Um, but I take, like, these, like, immune-boosting pills every night before bed. And Ooh. that kind of helps, like, me not get sick. Will you put those in the show notes for everybody? Maybe. <laughs> sure. Yes. I can't wait. Uh, yes, I will. Um, so I usually take those and it kind of prevents me from getting sick, but it didn't help this time. So Sunday woke up, did not get a great night's rest, was feeling like complete shit. We got in the car, we came back home. Like the other people were all out partying and like doing their like saying farewell brunch. Oh yeah. And we were just like, we got to get home. Like we were not feeling good. Joe was hung over and then like. Yeah, so I just wanted to sit on the couch. So we came home. I didn't feel great. Went to bed early knowing that 75 hard starts. I was in bed at like 9 o'clock with everything off. Woke up at 5 a.m. the next morning. Oh, fire. Yes. I was out (laughs) on our walk because I I just started with a walk. Like I'm like, I'm not feeling 100%, so let me start off with a walk. Did the walk came back home and read. So I my goal was to start, if you listen to the last episode, about like our schedule. Yep. I wanted to be starting my workout at 5:45. I started my workout at 5:30. Mm. So, yeah, so came back like 6:15ish, went straight into reading my 10 pages. I'm reading um The Power of One More right now. And then um took a shower, took my progress picture, started breakfast. So I knocked out like the three things all before like 7 a.m. Love that. Yes, it was awesome. Um, and then the rest of the day, like, worked, felt great, whatever. Tuesday came around, woke up at 5.20, still proud of myself. Yeah. Still started my workout by 5.45, came back, did my walk. So that's, like, it's not, like, a crazy workout, but it's or it's moving your body, okay? Yeah. Come back, read my 10 pages, and took a shower, and I'm, like, I am going back to bed. I feel, like garbage oh yeah okay and I was in bed for probably until like noon and just like respond yeah I mean I was like awake but just like trying to get some rest like watch tv go to sleep like and still trying to work too like I had like emails and clients to get back to and everything so trying to do that then moved to the couch later I got some pho Mm -hmm. oh my god this chicken pho I knew it was gonna make me feel good and the broth Show was, notes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just going to tag everything. No, this was the best fucking pho ever. Really? It was so good. Oh, my God. The broth it's was, like, like so flavorful. Yes. And I ate the whole damn thing. Mm. 
oh, I was so full, but like, it's just what I needed. Yep. And then, yeah, Wednesday I felt better. Wait, is that what it was? So did yeah, you Wednesday finish? Felt... You fit. You obviously. Oh, I did my workout. Yeah, second did all workout. my water. Yep. So I just did like weights and stuff in the living room. Mm-hmm. Um, I am sore. Like I've been doing like arms and shoulders and stuff. Nice. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, felt so much better yesterday. Feel like a champion today. Good. Yeah. Like I'm feeling tired, but like I feel so good. It's. I'm almost glad I got sick because I feel like I felt like on Tuesday my initial thoughts were I'm just going to throw in the towel and day one is tomorrow. And then I was mm-hmm. like, no, get your ass up and fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And I did it. And then the next day I was like, I can't do this shit today. Like I am so exhausted. I slept like 12 hours that night. Damn. Yeah. And I was still like, I don't want to do it. Tomorrow's day one. And I was like, no, just fucking do it. And I did it. And I'm so glad. So now that I'm feeling better, like I had like a pep in my step today. I was like, excited to like go on the walk and excited to read and just like to do the things and actually feel better like I did the things and felt like shit and now I can do the things and feel amazing yeah there's two things that you make me think of just explaining that the first thing is like this is the whole point of 75 heart just because you get sick like you you have the choice the average person would say I'm sick I can't do it and that's like a totally fair excuse right like most people would be like I'm sick I'm gonna restart this And that's why this challenge isn't for most people. And that's what you, like, prove to yourself is that you can be somebody who is different, somebody who wants more for their lives and will be more disciplined in order to achieve what they want in their lives. Right. You totally decided that you have full control over your mind and your discipline and you went for that. Yeah. And I fucking love that. Thank you. The second thing that it makes me think of is when it comes to building your self-worth, we've talked about this, like promises that we make to ourselves and then being able to keep that promise, we build our self-worth and you made a promise to yourself that you were going to do 75 hard. It was a really fucking hard promise to keep. You kept that promise and now you feel so fucking good. Like, yeah. I can't help but wonder, do you feel more healthy because also you are more mentally healthy because you kept that promise to yourself and you're, you're like our mind is part of our body and it can our mind can so much control our physical health Mm -hmm. and I wonder how much your mindset had influenced your physical health yeah no that's wild that you say that I think um one thing is like habit not necessarily habit stacking but like momentum I had momentum like even with work stuff usually I'm like oh I don't want to get back to this I don't know the answer to this like I'll try to put things off and then I get super stressed out. And by the time it was like already 6.30, 7 o'clock, and I already knocked three things off my list, I was like, well, let me email this client back. Let me pull the comps on these things. Let me get this contract written. Like, I was ready. Like, I was excited to get all of these things done. And then by the time the end of the day came around, there was no guilt of like, mm-hmm. oh, I could have been better today. Or, shoot, I still have to do that. Like, everything on my list is checked off. Like, you were no longer procrastinating. Yeah. Whereas, like, typically when you're not living such a disciplined life, you can find yourself procrastinating. But when you choose to be more disciplined at the beginning of your day, you're able to, like, knock off everything else that you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. which gives you, like, mental and emotional freedom. Yes. Okay, this goes back to our last podcast <laughs> when we talked about, like, scheduling. Remember we said, like, if we first take care of ourselves and our body, it will fuel us to get enough energy Mm. to get our commitments done and get everything else done. And that's, like, exactly what you're experiencing firsthand. Yeah, I was talking to Seth on my team this morning. Sorry, go ahead. It's like knocking down the dominoes is what I was thinking, right? So you're talking to Seth. Like momentum, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so Seth and I were talking about, well, we were talking about a lot of things. But one thing was about, like, Ryan Searhant, who is a mega real estate agent in New York, million-dollar listing. And he talks about, like, putting the hardest thing in the beginning of the day. Yeah. So he said that he has, like, an hour-and-a-half workout first thing in the morning. And, like, he has his trainer yelling in his face and screaming at him and going hard. And then by the time he gets to other things during the day, it's not hard stuff because he already went Did through hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now this seems like easy stuff, whereas, like, if he didn't have that ass kicking in the beginning of the day everything else would probably feel hard oh that's such a good isn't that I interesting love that yeah I totally forgot that he like we hear that all the time like put your hardest 
work or your like least enjoyable work at the beginning of your day knock it out so it's downhill from there but really when you think about it like emotionally putting the hardest thing first rather than like because that that's the hardest thing not only for him physically but probably like emotionally and mentally for him too right like Mm -hmm. having to deal with somebody yelling at you can be very emotionally exhausting having to like be good enough like all of that can be a lot so like what's the most difficult thing that you have to do all around and then try to make that your first thing I kind of love that you know what I was just thinking when I was doing yoga at five in the fucking morning it was brutal I didn't want to go like I'm not a yogi um and I would do it and that's when like business was the best for me Ooh, what an interesting aha. Right? Because you did the hardest thing first, so everything else was easier. Everything just lined up. You could just conquer the rest of the day because it's like, I'm already, I already did the shittiest thing that I could do. So you know what? Like, and I have thought, like, I don't want to just go for walks. Like, 75 hard last year when I did it, pretty much every single day I went on a walk. That was my outdoor workout. Like, I want to push myself harder this year. So I think in the mornings, like, instead of walking, like, I really need to push myself to run and, like, finish off with sprints or something like that. Like, really push myself. Are you taking Remy to your dog? Yeah. Yeah. So Remy needs to start sprinting. (laughs) Well, maybe I can bring him home at this point or something. I don't know. I don't even have to take him, though. I bet you he could keep up with you and, like, slowly working your way up to that. Like, He'll probably be able to keep up with you. Yeah. He has that big old backyard that he's running around into. He's yeah, he gets big. distracted, though. He pees a million times. Like, he's gonna, okay. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, kind yeah. of annoying. Well, here's what... He's getting better, though, actually. Well, Richard's kind of... So, in the morning, I do a walk, too. Yeah. And I walk Richard. He's kind of the same way. And what I'm doing is every time that Richard uh, stops to, like, smell or pee, I'm jogging in place. Oh, that's a good one. So, it actually keeps up my heart rate pretty good. And so, it makes it a more challenging workout. I also thought about, like, when jogging in place isn't enough, I could do high knees while he's sniffing Or, like, or squats or, or something. squats. Yeah, just, like... How can I still, because we talked about this with scheduling last week of like, how can I stack things where I'm doing two things at once? Well, Richard's getting a walk and I'm getting exercise, but I don't want to limit my, like, I want to still challenge myself with my exercise and get Richard on a walk. So I asked myself, how can I do both of those at the same time and not feel like I'm cheating my exercise because I'm walking the dog, mm-hmm. you know? Brilliant. Yeah, so that's – I like the idea of, like, doing squats or something, too, while – I love that. They're peeing or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so how is everything going for you so far? Good. Day one and two were kind of the same feeling that you had, but mine was – not because I wasn't feeling good. Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm not working that job. And so my the structure of my day is very loose. Mm. So I, in my head, I was like, okay, the days that I have off, I want to work, get my second workout in before noon. Because knowing me, if I, like, if I let my afternoon go. Yeah, you're not an afternoon person. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard for me to get, re- like, after 3 o'clock, trying to ask me to bo- be motivated or do anything that's not, like, enjoyable for me is really difficult to ask of me. And so I knew that I needed to get them in before noon. But Monday, I, I think it started raining, like, right around the time that I wanted to get my second workout in. And I really wanted to go swimming outside. And then I was like, oh, dang it, I'm not going to be able to go swimming outside. And then I was doing some, like, cleaning or errands or something. And then before you know it, the day kind of got past me. And it's, like, 3 o'clock. And I sat down on the couch. And I was like, I'm just going to watch one episode of Grey's Anatomy. And it was so hard to get my ass off of that couch. Yeah. And I, on Mondays and Monday and Tuesday, I just did an at-home workout for 45 minutes because the idea of even driving to the gym seemed so difficult. It was like pulling teeth to get my ass on that floor, roll out the yoga mat, and do some sort of calisthenics Mm. for 45 minutes, you know? Yeah. So Monday and Tuesday were really hard. It was a really big aha for me that on my days off, I need to have more structure of like scheduling my workout time and not just like letting the day get by because I'm doing errands and letting everything else get ahead of me. It's crazy that your days off are your more challenging days. Yeah, because it's the least amount of structure. So I feel like, oh, I'll get it in. I'll get it done. Yeah, I have time to procrastinate. Yeah, whereas like 
your days that you have to work, you're like, nope, this is my only time to do it, so I have to do it now. Yes, and the thing with the second workout, so the first workout, I my schedule's really similar to yours. I wake up at 5, I start my reading at 5.30, and then at 6 o'clock, I go take Richard on a walk, and we do our walk. Then I come back, I make my breakfast, um, then I pack up my like lunch for... Um, my lunch and my dinner actually uh, for the day and then I get ready I take my progress pick I go to the office and when I go to the office then I have my breakfast I already eat healthy like that's easy for me to eat healthy and then my lunch and dinner are easy for me to eat healthy now because it's the only thing that I packed I packed the amount of calories I'm allowed to have for the day and so like that's what I eat during the day Mm -hmm. and then I'm done with work around six o'clock so I'll eat dinner while I'm at work I'll eat lunch while I'm at work and then um right after work I come home let the dog out before I sit my ass down after I let the dog out feed the dog I go straight to the gym for my second workout and then by the time I'm done with my second workout, it's the last thing. Everything else has been done. All my food's been done. I try to drink my gallon of water by then. The progress picture's done. So, like, that schedule is just I'm constantly moving. Yeah. So, it's just, like, easy to get momentum. to the next. Momentum. It's the momentum. Yeah. It is. It's easy to get to the next thing. But then when I have a day off and I'm just like, oh, I'll get to that. I'll lolly Later. Yeah. It's, like, a slower-paced, more relaxing day. And I think that's what's getting me. And not that my day's off. I don't want them to be slower play, paced or relaxing. I think that time's important. But I think I need to have an my afternoons that are open. And I need to be structured in my... So, like, same thing. I need to get that second workout Front in. Front load it. Yeah, at the beginning of the day on my days off. Yeah. Before noon. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely front load those days. Um, okay, so talk to me about your diet. What are you doing for diet? So I'm doing a Mediterranean-based diet. I'm counting my calories and doing under 1,600 calories. And then I'm also um, working towards having more protein than carbs. Um, Yeah, those are the three most important things. Good. Love it. Yeah. And then for you? Um, Weight Watchers. So every day I'm doing Weight Watchers. It's been great. It's easy so far. I mean, and it's been pretty, like, healthy. Like, um, the chicken pho was only nine points for a medium, which is awesome. Like, the only calories really in that are the rice noodles um, because it's chicken breast. You have your broth um, and then tons of vegetables. Oh, and I used a lot of hoisin sauce, so I counted all the points for that. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah, and then... I mean, breakfast is usually, like, eggs, um, like, kind of like an omelet, but I like the eggs runny, but, like, with vegetables and stuff, and usually over a bed of arugula. Oh, yum. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, pretty high protein. Um, I made some, like, cauliflower rice with stir-fried vegetables, and Joe made me a bunch of grilled chicken, so I have that. Oh, cool. So that's completely zero points, and then I just need to, like, add a sauce. And, like, I measure the sauces and stuff. And I've been making this delicious salad. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's spinach and or arugula. Mm-hmm. I have that in my fridge right now. Okay. Beets. Diced Ew, up beets. You already lost me. Oh, my God. It's, it's so good. <laughs> um, red onion. Yeah, this sounds horrible. <laughs> any kind of peppers. Okay. Diced up. Tomatoes. Okay. Love that. Grilled chicken breasts. Yum. Um, feta cheese. Yum. Avocado. Yes. And um, oh, a balsamic dressing, like a low calorie, like fifty calorie balsamic dressing. That sounds good. It's fucking delicious. Oh, and I put whole wheat pasta in there too. Like oh. one cup of whole wheat rotini. Yeah. You get all the food groups. So good. That does sound good. I um did a pasta salad that I made just like a big old bowl of it. And so that's my lunch this week. Nice. And then next week I'll switch to like a regular salad with like chicken or yeah. something like that in it. Maybe yeah. shrimp or something. Yeah. So good. Okay, what book are you reading? Oh, I'm reading The Alchemist. Okay, I've heard great things. I know, it really is a good book. I was iffy about it because it's like a story, but it's very much a story of personal development. And I was like, oh, I don't get... Like, it's a 
fiction book. It's a fake book, right? So I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to read a fiction book, but it's actually really, really beautiful about personal development. I just read a chapter where they talk about following your, how like the uh, boy who is on this personal journey of like his um, personal legacy, how uh, he knows like learning how to follow his heart in order to uh, go on his personal legacy. And it reminds me a lot about like my understanding and my learning of intuition and how that's been like a really big um, experience for me. And like they talk about how he has to follow his heart and sometimes his heart will um, speak fear. Like it'll make him feel fearful and trying to recognize that his heart is scared and listening to that too and understanding what's actually really important versus the fear and that makes me think of like my version of it as I say my intuition is like the truth that I can trust inside myself and then my ego is my fear-based communicator that's trying to protect me and so it's just really interesting like hearing a different version of ego and intuition in the sense of following your heart Hmm. so it's been good book fun yeah I like it I'm almost done with it. Nice. Yeah. We should do like a little book exchange Ooh, rotation. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what's fun about this is that there's, what, five of us doing yes. 75 Hard together. And you're all my bridesmaids. So that's super fun, too. <laughs> and then we're all going to Tulum, like, pretty much right when this ends, like yeah. four days later. Well, now that you say that, it's a... I'm going to... Can I pause you real quick? Yeah. Okay. Because I that's a really good point, too, I think, that, like, is going to really help us in 75 hard. We gathered a group around us, and then we put a big goal at the end. We all want to look our best into looking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, five of us are doing this. Yeah, it's just fun, like, having a group text, checking in yes. on each other and making sure that we're still doing it. I um, don't know if everyone's going to make it. Sure. Um, and that's fine. I mean, I did 75 hard last year with a, one of my good friends and she didn't make, she ended up getting pregnant. So <laughs> she tapped out. Yeah. Joke's on me. <laughs> Do not get pregnant. Oh, hell no. No, absolutely not. I'm also 75 hard abstaining from alcohol and, <laughs> and sex. <laughs> Anything else and that you course. could imagine. <laughs> Um, yeah, so hopefully none of my friends get pregnant this time around, which would be fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, like, one of our friends, she's going to a wedding in uh, July, and she's like, I know I'm going to drink at this wedding, but I still want to, like, have the progress of 30 days of doing 75 hard. She'll drink at the weekend of the wedding, mm. come back, and then she'll get back on the program. So I think, like, yes... It's hard to say, like, oh, you're doing 75 hard knowing that you're going to fail. But honestly, think of all the progress that you're making in the meantime. Like, yeah. you could sit here and be like, well, I'm not going to start because I'm going to fail. Or you can say, I'm going to I'm going to start knowing that I'm going to fail, but I'm also going to have so much progress from the days that I committed to it. And when I'm done with that weekend, with that event, I'm going to jump back on the program. and get, Like, because it's also a lifestyle. I know, like, some of the 75 hard, like diehards are would be pissed about that and you know what like you do your program we're doing our program and if she wants to cheat on that weekend and indulge and like live her life I think she should and then jump back in and enjoy the progress again like yeah I think that's great well and like if we're thinking about the way that we think in our belief system our podcast is called 30 and thriving Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Like, we, I think you and I both leave room for people being imperfect. I think that's been a really important journey in both of our lives because we tend to be perfectionists. As long as you try, though, I cannot stand the people who do not want to even try. Like, that shit, like, get out of here. Well, and that's why thriving is there, right? Yes. Thriving is thriving. But also we recognize that we're human and it goes... Progress over perfection. Yeah, and I think it goes back to, like, uh, the idea is why are you doing this program? What are your goals around it? And you're like, we're all allowed to have our beliefs and goals around the way we want to do this program. Is it, is if the, who, who is it that's doing it? The going to have the wedding? Oh, Annie. Annie. So if Annie, 
you know, decides that she wants to cheat during this wedding, and then she goes tells Annie, Annie for Priscilla. <laughs> Annie Frisella. Annie Frisella. Oh, my God. Wow. We're going to call her that for now on. <laughs> Annie Frisella. If she would go tell the, the guy who made the program that's what she's doing, he'd be like, hell no, you're cheating. That's not what you're doing. But she's just, she's decided that she's going to use this program as a tool towards a goal that she wants to achieve. Yeah. And I think that's fine. This is a, This program can be a great tool to teach different lessons. Yeah. She's just trying to get a different lesson out of this, which is I want to build my I want to build my discipline. I want to build progress. Right. And I want to have grace in there. Yeah. I think it's fine. Um I think part of me, but I'm more of a perfectionist and more of a rule follower than everybody else is. For me, I would just say that she's not necessarily doing 75 hard, but she's like using the 75 hard program to build herself in personal development. Yeah, I mean, she's doing... I mean, she's doing all of the tasks. Yeah. But she's not... She knows already in hindsight, like, she's She's going to fail. And that's fine. And that's something, like... I don't know. I'd almost prefer, like, a deliberate fail than someone, like, giving into weakness and being like, well, I'm just going to drink because everyone else is drinking. Oh, I love that. Like, at least she's honest with herself. And she's like, hey, at this wedding, I'm not going to try to pretend that... I'm not going to be able to say no to this. Right. Like, this is something that I want to participate in. This is where I'm going to fail. I'm okay with failing here. And then I'm going to go ahead and move yeah. forward and keep doing it. I think like, it's great. And the other beautiful thing about this is it teaches us, like, if you do choose to fail, it also teaches you that, like, the world didn't end if you fail this. Right. You know? Like, she's still just as worthy. Yeah. Because Whether she fails it or not, she's... She's still just as she, I mean, she can't say she did the 75 hard program. She can't say she completed it, but she's still, like, she's still doing it, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Love honestly, it. like, I would prefer that. Like, I don't know. I have friends that are like, no, I can't do it. I can't go that you long without try. alcohol. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you're lame. Like, I'm sorry. If you don't want to, like, try and better your life. And it's people who aren't, like, people who are in a slump and who, you know what I mean? Who like, could probably use it the most. Right. Like, Joe refuses to do 75 hard but joe also is the most disciplined person i know goes to the gym four or five days a week plays soccer two days a week mows our lawn every week like joe eats very healthy he drinks maybe one day a week yeah and it's only a couple of drinks like he's fine he doesn't need like the discipline of the program or like the mental toughness like right he's already kind of there if he did it that'd be fucking amazing like i would love to see him do it yeah and who's to say he wouldn't him, in the he future? Like, right now he doesn't find value in it, and that's okay. Right. Yeah. Like, he already has those things down. Those aren't, like, a concern or a top priority for him because they're already being taken care of. Right. But it's, like, the people who... Well, and all honesty, the people who are in a slump probably... Like, if your mindset is, oh, my God, I can't. I'm going to drink it a week. Like, you're not ready for it. And that's why this is a program for... A very, like, this is about becoming a unique person. This it's a about, mental toughness challenge. Yeah. This it's, is a, it's about overcoming yeah. you, you saying that you can't do it. Um, are you having any trouble with alcohol? Are you worried about any point in time where, like, you have a party coming up or concert? Um, I have a concert coming up. Um, but right now I'm not really worried about it. Yeah. I also gave myself this grace of, like... If I end up drinking that night, then I end up drinking that night and I start again the next day. And that's not like a good mindset to have going into something like that because then obviously you're going to probably give into the weakness. But I don't know. I'm pretty like when I say I'm going to do something, I'm, I pretty much stick to it and actually do it. What makes you, out of curiosity, like, what makes you decide in your head that you're going to give yourself grace? Like, why did you feel like you needed to give yourself Because I've already done 75. I've already, like, completed it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I could say I've already done it. It's not about saying. The difference between this time and last time is last time I was doing it because I wanted to say I completed it. But also I wanted to lose weight. Like, there were, I was drinking a lot. Like, you know, it was, like, summer. Like, it was birthdays and then graduation and this and that and the other. And, like, so I, we were drinking a lot. So by the mm-hmm. time we started, I was, like, I need this. <laughs> like, I, wa- I want to take some time off from drinking. And then I love doing, like, I love challenges. I mm-hmm. love doing challenges. Um, this time around, I'm doing it more for, like, to get myself in a routine and into mm-hmm. healthy habits. So I don't think by, like, drinking one night is 
breaking healthy habits. Mm, you have a different motivation this time. So yeah. it's making it like your view on it is the not drinking is not as valuable to you as it was before. Right. Like this time I'm more into like, I want to be that 5 a.m. person. So I want to set my alarm and get my ass up at 5 a.m. And I did it twice this week. So yes. And I intend to do it tomorrow and all of next week. Hopefully I'm not sick. Like that didn't help at all. Um, But I've seen the like benefits of waking up at 5 a.m. And I knew I would. Like I've talked about it before Mm -hmm. of this is why I want to wake up at 5 a.m. Because I'm going to get so much more shit done and I'm going to feel better about myself and then I'm going to feel less guilty and less stressed. And that's exactly what happened on those days that I did that. So this is what 75 hard is for me this time. It's not just mental toughness. I know that's like Andy Frisella's like meaning of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But mine is more like get into a routine, get into healthy habits, get more disciplined. Mm -hmm. That way, like I'm more thriving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You said. And uh, I want to lose weight. So that's that's there too. too. Yeah. (laughs) You said uh, something about, like, waking up at 5 a.m. The other thing that I just realized, too, was on my days off, I slept in both of those days, and that's what made it a lot harder, too. And I was, like, I was still usually, like, last year when I did 75 hard and this year uh, when I woke up at 5, I can get my gallon in by 4 o'clock. Like, it's usually, my gallon's not very hard, but if I wake up later, I am struggling to get that gallon in, and I'm, like, in the evening, and it's, like, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and I'm still, like, I still have 30, 40 ounces to go, and I'm, like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, I need to get this in, you yeah. know? So, that's another good point of, like, waking up earlier makes the 75 uh, hard easier, so I have a concert coming up on Saturday. Oh, who are you seeing? Uh, Alinium. You're going to Alinium? Yes. Are you kidding? No. That's so fucking annoying. <laughs> I don't even know him. So the guy- Joe and Mitch are going. Oh, are they? Yeah. To, it, I wasn't invited. You- oh, this is the one you were yeah. invited to? Do you want my ticket? No. Fuck that. <laughs> like, I'm going to go, like, move to Argentina or something. Like, watch me not come home ever. You're spicy about this. I feel like I shouldn't talk about it anymore. Yeah, you I'm don't even know him or his music. <laughs> so I've been listening to his music, okay? Oh, God. Uh, I'm, the guy that I've been seeing had a ticket from, he like, his, I think it was his ex-girlfriend's ticket. They broke up. He has a ticket. He asked me to go. I'll be meeting a handful of his friends. Oh. He will be drinking. All his friends will be drinking. Like, friends from his home state are coming down. It's like his best friends are all going to be there. Wow. And I don't get to drink. So I'm a little nervous because I'm pretty good. Like last year doing 75 hard, I got pretty good in like social settings, not drinking. But this is like a higher pressure social setting where alcohol would be like nice to have. Yeah. To just loosen up a little bit. Um, So I'm like trying to figure out ways that how I can prep myself to like loosen up and not use alcohol Mm. you know you'll be fine just act like you're drinking yeah how do you act like you're drinking (laughs) just be like yes Yes, put yourself in that yes bitch i'm gonna go pee over here real quick like just act drunk and you'll be fine yeah no i will say like it's hard to be around everyone who's drinking and having a good time like Joe invited people over so many times last year, and yeah. I'm like, this is just not fun to me. Like, I don't know. I like, I would like to think drinking is not the core of who I am, but it kind of is. <laughs> not true. I'm just like so much more fun. Like, we all have a good time when I'm drinking. It's a good time. Yes, and I think that like what I keep reminding so going back to like it's not as fun when you're the only one who's not drinking it's true it is hard when you're the only one not drinking and you're around all these people that are drinking um but I was pretty good at it when I was with my ex and we would go to like parties in the summer and like his friends I it was pretty easy for me to like but he also wasn't drinking either though that's true he was on 75 hard too that's true he was I guess it was two people that weren't drinking but I feel like it's even harder this time around because it's like 
somebody new that I'm dating that I'm still getting to know. Yes. And alcohol helps that, right? And then I'm also meeting all of his new friends. And, like, it, it's like I know I would know how to, like, mirror and match it's not going to be My difficult. Friends. It's not going to be difficult. And I'll tell you why. You're at a social event at a concert and they're not here to meet you. They're here to see Elenium. Ooh, that's and such it, a good point. Like you're maybe, not the focal point. Yeah, like I'm putting too much pressure around yeah. them enjoying They're going to be so stoked to find seats to get best seat like as best seats as they can get if it's not assigned. They're going to be running to the bathroom. They're going to be going over here to get drinks. Like if it's like how many people do you think there well that's a good question so i think there's like 10 maybe going oh but then like four who are sitting together the focus is not going to be on you yeah in fact i would feel better doing this than going to like a dinner party at someone's house or that's meeting them out to dinner or going on a hike with them like then they would want to be, like, talking to you and getting to know you. Well, we're going to um, do, like, a tailgate beforehand. But you're making a really good point. Like, people even at the tailgate are going to be so pumped about the concert. They're going to be so like, stoked about the music. Yeah. It's, they're not going to give a shit. They're going to okay. maybe, like, talk to you a little bit. But, like... Yeah. And the other thing is, too, like, you're probably right where I'm trying to just put too much pressure on it. Of like, how can I show up? the way I need to show up there like the reality is I probably go just fucking to, have fun yeah that's go how you have show a good up. time and not worry that I'm the only one not drinking like, no don't in fact I find it thought in my head I find it empowering like when you're the only one not drinking everyone else is drinking and, like, and you can getting still drunk. keep up and have a great time yeah I find it super empowering going out like I've done that before where I've gone out with friends like downtown and they're drinking and I'm not usually they're it's boring because, you know, I'm not drinking and I'm the fun one. Um, <laughs> no, these hoes are drinking, like, two drinks in the span of, like, six hours. I'm like, uh-uh. I could have stayed home for this. It's fucking boring. But you feel empowered. Well, that one was more like, get me home already. <laughs> uh, but when I have gone out with fun people that are actually drinking a lot and I'm not drinking, it does feel empowering. Like, it's, like, I can still have fun. I'm making fun of you dumb bitches. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Okay. I'm going to have a great time. It's going to be fun. Yes. And you're there for the music, too. You're not there to be meet and greet. It's not a fucking Ashley meet and greet. This is an Millennium concert that you're going to. No, you're not there to meet and greet his (laughs) friends, either. Like, that's just a bonus. They're also here. I'm here to watch this concert. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so what are your goals going into the new week? Um, so Monday and Tuesday, my goal is to get my second workout, get everything done by noon, except for the gallon of water and the diet. And then, um, I think that's like the biggest thing I need to focus on. Um, so I was supposed to go do a dog run on Monday and Tuesday, but I'm not. So I've been doing a dog run two weeks for Monday and Tuesday And I have a little bit of anxiety around drinking a gallon of water driving to Texas and back. I thought you have your sheepy. I don't have my shiwi anymore. Shiwi? That's fucking disgusting. Actually, I do have Just pop a squat like a normal person. Well, I think I just need to make more gas station stops, which will be fine. And then also, I I mean, I'm pretty much drinking a gallon of water anyways before 75 hard. So I think I should be fine. I think having three weeks to like truly your body be counting a it. gallon, I think that my body will probably be the same way that it was with stops. Yes. And then trying the other thing that makes me a little nervous is like getting the two workouts in while I'm driving for a whole day. But in reality, I'm driving for eight hours, which is just like working an eight-hour shift, uh. and I get two workouts in every day working an eight-hour shift. Yeah. So it's. I think that I'm just more nervous about the fact that it's a different. You're complicating sh- it. Yeah, I, I think I am. Yeah. I think I am. So I just need to remember I'm working eight hour shift and doing my two workouts and doing seventy five hard. Like I'm not doing anything different. It's just the job is easier than my yeah. other eight hour job. It's in a car rather than an. Well, office. can you do something in your car that energizes you? Like so, working is also draining as hell, but you still and end I'm, up going to the gym. You know, I love that you said that because I actually feel so energized when I'm doing the runs because I'm listening to podcasts the entire yeah. time. And so, like when I'm done with 
the my dog run at the end of the day like on Monday and I get to the hotel I'm like energized and ready to go and there's workout shit at the hotel mm. like there's a workout room there fun so like I can just walk Richard in the morning like I always do do a little run do some squats whatever I'm gonna do with Richard and then in the evening I can go into the weight room and do 45 minute workout in their weight room love it and then same thing in the morning I can go take Richard on a walk and then when I get done on Tuesday and I'm back in Colorado I can stop at the gym Yes. It'll be fine. You're going to be fine. Look at that. Yeah, no excuses. Um, How about also, you week? well, while you were talking about water, being nervous about that, our friend Monique is not used to drinking all this water. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, are there any ways, like, I can get around drinking this, like, since I'm smaller? And it's like, yeah, she's no, like girlfriend. Five foot nothing in a buck yeah, 20. Yeah. <laughs> drowning so, in a gallon. Yes. It's a lot of water, <laughs> especially up, like, in the beginning stages, like, your first mm. few days, weeks. It's tough to drink that much water. And Especially for most people, because most people don't get nearly enough water. Well, right. Like, I don't drink... Well, I do now, but I used to not drink any water. Like, I would go a couple days probably without drinking water. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, oh, shit, when's the last time I had some water? Like, I drink sodas a lot, you know? Ugh. And so I get it, Monique, and anybody else, like, you will get used to it, though. It sucks. It it's will, brutal. Yeah. You have to pee a million times, but your body does start adjusting to it. So yep. hang in there with that. My goal for the next week is to continue my 5 a.m. wake up. Like if mm. I can. So I didn't do it today or yesterday, but, you know, I was sick. So I'm going to give myself some grace there. Um, but yeah, so during the weekdays, I want to keep aiming to wake up before 530, get out of That's bed great. before 530. Um, I've been having my workout clothes in the bathroom so I don't wake Joe up. Um, and then on the weekends, I don't know, maybe shoot for 7.30 or 8 is fine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just to continue to stay on track and stay motivated and also, like, stay focused with work, too. Like, it's hard to think of, like, trying to get two workouts done before noon because, like, are you still focusing on work for like business owners? So yep. I need to like lead generate and do all of those things. So yeah, I'm like figuring out the balance of it all, but it feels good. Yeah. It feels really good. Well, and you, you saying like getting up at seven thirty or eight on the weekends, I think that's where like Monday and Tuesday where it was hard for me. And I think I want to continue to get up at five every day. Yeah. Going 75 hard. I don't have a hard time going to the gym though. Like, yeah. I mean, I do, I don't want to, but I still do it. But you'll still get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, my biggest hang-up is, like, you're really good about working later into the day. It's no problem for you. You'll go do shit at 8, 9 o'clock at night for work, and I'm like... Yeah, I've done showings late in the middle of a fucking blizzard. Yeah, I'm like, fuck that. I am in my pajamas, and I'm cuddled on the couch. I'm not getting... I'm not going anywhere after... You're lucky if you get me out of the house after 7. (laughs) No, when I'm committed to something, I'm committed. Yeah, you really are. Where I'm like, I, I need to... I need to be very careful about putting the most important things earlier in my day. So I, that's a good reminder for me of, like, my goal next week as well needs to be to get up at 5 on Monday and Tuesday just like I would any other day. And if you day. need to come home and take a little nappy nap, that's okay, too. Yeah, that's such a good point. I can nap. Like, I have the days off. I can nap. It feels so good to get up, get your shit done. And then, like, if you do want to nap, you have time now because you got so much shit done earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah. So, so the other thing, too, that showed up is, like, still needing to be able to be flexible because like today um you ended up like chatting with somebody for a while and then when you were going to do your workout you missed that time then you had a showing you had to go on and then you had to do this podcast yeah so you were expecting to have your workout done but oh, yeah. your second workout done by the time we were recording this right it is not. currently seven twenty. if I had done like what I was planning on yeah planning on doing I would be able to wrap this up and go home after this. Yeah. But because I didn't do that and I lost track of time, now we're going to the gym after this, which is totally fine, but we're probably not going to get home until 9 p.m. I still haven't eaten dinner. Like, Mm. so it's just like, you know, and I'd like to go home and like spend time with Joe and Remy and maybe like clean something, you know, but it is what it is. You got to be flexible, but like keep the commitment to yourself. Yeah, exactly. This is the first priority. And because we like this is going to happen to all of us who are doing 75 hard today you're just the example of it of like you got distracted in the office 
you're supposed to go to a workout. You ended up like connecting with somebody and you spent time talking to them. And now because that became a priority in the moment, you have to say no to something else, which means you're probably, you're saying no to your dinner time. Like you're going to have to eat dinner later now. And you're saying no to spending quality time with Joe. Yeah. And so that's part of like, that's the ugly side of this discipline, right? right? Is like, we're still, it, it's 7.30 at night, we're going to wrap this up, we're still going to go to the gym, and then we're going to get home at 9 o'clock, which is our bedtime, which is going to make waking up at 5 o'clock tomorrow harder, but we made a commitment. Yep. So that's the reality of it. Yeah. We'll kick ass, we'll still it's do it. It's fine. Yeah. We'll still do it. It's the mindset around it, right? Like, this just got hard today, but we're still going to figure it out, and we're going to keep moving forward. Yeah, and I would also say, like, don't burden yourself thinking that it's hard. Like, yeah. it's not a... Quit over Just to, get I, it the done. problem with all of us, not all of us, but the problem with me for sure is I overthink shit. Me too. I mean, we just went through two two moments where I was overthinking. Yeah. Yeah. And then like when I'm not on a challenge, like with 75 hard makes me do shit. So I don't think about it. I just mm. have to fucking do it. Whereas like in real life, when I'm not on 75 hard or doing a challenge, I'm like, well, should I go to the gym in the morning or should I go for a walk? And well, Remy could really use the workout, so maybe I should take him for a walk. Well, then it's cutting it too close because then I have to be at this meeting at this time. So then I can go to the gym later. And like I overthink it and then I end up not doing any of it. Yeah. Yep. It's like, it's like a- quit overthinking it. Get your ass out, go to the gym, or go on a walk with Remy. Like just fucking do something. It doesn't matter which one at this point because if you do nothing, that's 10 times worse than making the wrong decision of... The quote-unquote wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Of walk or gym. Well, and the thing that you're making me think of is, like, it's analysis paralysis. Yeah. But if you have, like, a competition or a challenge or, like, these clear goals around what it should look like, it's, like, at the end of the day, the most important thing that matters is that I'm getting it done. That's what a challenge asks of you, right? So I there's just a part of me that's, like, I wonder what it is for you excuse me, about a challenge that, like, locks that mindset in for you, whereas when you're not in a challenge, the analysis paralysis gets you. I love how, like, the pride you feel when you complete something. Yeah. That, like, not everyone can complete. Mm. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't like competition with other people. Like, that shit doesn't, like... But you like to... Feel good to me. You like to have some sort of organized challenge for yourself. Yes, for myself. You know, something that... But I like also inspiring people. Like, if yeah. I was doing 75 hard with someone who's, like, gung-ho, like, it has to be gym, and it has to be this, and you have You're to like, eat... Fuck help, you. Then I'm like, I don't want to fucking do it. But if yeah. I could do it with my friends who are... Like, let's use Amanda, for example. She lives for the summers. Like, she goes to the lake almost every week, multiple times a week. And she likes taking her little white claws out. And then she likes going to breweries with her friends. So not drinking for 75 days is super hard. So she originally was like, I'm not going to do the program. I don't want to. It doesn't sound like fun over the summer. Like, I'll do it at a different time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how can I get you to do this? Like, I Mm -hmm. want you to do this and think of in 75 days how fucking proud of yourself you will be. And she's like, well, I just don't want to give up drinking. And I'm like, Amanda, nobody likes drinking more than Kinder Gallegos. (laughs) Like, nobody. (laughs) Like, nobody can out drink other people and, like, have so much fun and just keep going more than me. Yeah. Okay? So that's a weak-ass excuse to me because I'm like, if I can do it, you can fucking do it. Yeah. Uh, But she just doesn't want to, and that's fine. So I said, okay, what if you follow the rules to a T on everything else and I allow you to drink one day a week? And she's like, okay, well, that I can do. So it's like, still think of all the progress. Like, it's not perf- perfect. It's like right. Annie. Annie knows that she's not going to make it all the way through, and that's fine. Think of all but the progress she's making. you're inspiring somebody to exactly. do better. Yes, and like, I can't and you wait. you love that. Yeah, and Amanda, she's not going to do it perfect, but she's trying, and she's going to do her two workouts a day. She's reading. She also hates reading, and she definitely hates reading personal development. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what kind of personal development books would you like? Like, would you be interested in reading? She's a dog groomer. Would you be interested in reading a biography or some sort of book by the world's most successful dog groomer. Mm. And she's like, yeah, that would be amazing. And I was like, okay. And so she's a mom. Like my nephew is um, handicapped. I was like, would you be interested in reading a book about um, parenting a handicapped child? Mm. And she's like, yeah, that would be really good. So it's like, you don't have to read Atomic Habits. You don't have to read the one thing. You don't have to read The Power of One More. You can read books that like, 
are in an area that you want to excel in. Yeah, I so love that. figuring out how to make it work for her where it's like this isn't just a drag and she's like doing gluten-free, which like her body really needs. Um, and she's excited to eat gluten-free because she felt really good when she was on a gluten-free diet. And she's yeah. obviously been indulging like we all have. And now she's like excited to go 75 days with eating gluten-free and reading books that will interest her and doing two workouts a day. And imagine all the progress if 75 days from now until Tulum, she's doing everything to a T, but she's drinking it one day a week rather than let, let's say two or three days a week. Yeah, she's going to... It's still progress. Yeah, she's still going to be making huge steps. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying... I'm going to, like, go back a little bit to the... Like, you love to... Things that motivate you to be disciplined are to inspire people and to, like, be, like, doing a challenge that actually is a good challenge for you when you can leverage that challenge to inspire other people. Yes. So one thing that clicked for me, I was talking to somebody, I can't remember who, but they were talking about how, like, in their fitness journey, they do these little, like, six-week programs for themselves where they're like, okay, the next six weeks, what do I want to accomplish with my body? And they, like, create this little challenge for themselves to, like, accomplish that. So, like, I'm wondering if you can hack yourself by not necessarily having to do 75 hard every year, but when you do just start to feel like you're walking out of a discipline to be like, what little challenge can I create for myself mm-hmm. in the next six weeks that will be challenging for me? And that also like other people around me could benefit from that I could pull in to be a part yeah. of it. Yeah, because it is like this group or public accountability that really keeps me on track too. Mm-hmm. So like downloading the 75 Hard app and then posting every day to Instagram mm-hmm. that I completed the day. That keeps me accountable. Doing it with you guys keeps me accountable. Yeah. Telling Joe that I'm doing something keeps me accountable. Yeah. Like little challenges. I've tried doing challenges with myself like, oh, 5 a.m. I'm going to wake up every day in April at 5 a.m. That's just me, myself, and I. Like nobody is keeping me accountable to it. Nobody's joining me on this challenge. Not like inspiring enough. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe there could be like an app that we make. Okay, scratch that. No one's going to steal our idea. Uh, <laughs> Fuck off. (laughs) We're going to delete that. Um, Okay. Well, this has been so much fun. We talked a lot longer than we actually even anticipated. I know. And we still have to go to the gym. Yeah. So we're off to the gym. We love you guys. Don't forget to follow us and let us know if you are joining 75 Hard with us. Even if you start later, you don't have to start when we started. Yeah. Start today. Start tomorrow. And um, let us know how we can support you. Yes. We love you. Hit the... Um, follow button. Yes. Um, actually, like, say that more confidently. Hit the button. Follow. <laughs> ew. She was about to ew me. Hit the follow button. Like, subscribe, hug us in the air, and don't you die. Wow. Okay. We better wrap it up. Love you. Bye. <laughs> bye.